was the night before Sheena's and all through the jungle room. All the DJs were stirring, making their cocktails go kaboom. The LP bags were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that Mr. Fab soon would be there. The crew were all lit, decked out in their best threads, with a band keeping beat on those boss new drum heads. Shangri-La's got a kooky sweater and Barno's sporting a hat while Jan Turkenberg has the dance moves down pat. When out on the turntables, Chris O. spun a platter. We all sprung to our feet and danced like mad hatters. Then in through the door with a significant flash, flew in Don Bowles with a huge LP stash. Rich in Washington added another hour to his show with a holiday double feature programmed by Don O. When, what to our Hepcat eyeballs should appear? But an overdressed Mr. Fab, with all the other DJs, never fear. On the dance floor, he was so lively and quick, as we all grooved and frugged to surf songs so slick. It seemed like the tunes all had obscure fame, yet every single one of us knew them all by name. Everybody brought food, there were plenty of fixins, and when it came to drinks, we were all nearly six in to the top of the porch, and all through the halls. Our DJs were always heard by one and all. Alex Kish and Julie, with Mike Rogers himself. I see Space Brother flipping through records on that shelf. Jamie Jazz and Catherine Sage, both shaking their heads at the terrible pun that I, for some reason, just said. Hysterica just got here, but they seem to fit right in. And we're laughing at the choices by DJ Kratoven. Georgie Girl is the peak of fashion and style. And Derek showed up with another record pile. John Nelson and Mark Time are both learning to twerk, while Miss May and Flannery chat in the kitchen and lurk. Sarcophagi and Daryl both like to pose, while Speedo and John P. trade DJ tips like old pros. DJ Babs and M.H. Lee both began to whistle. And you know we all got the It's All Night epistle. We heard Mr. Fab exclaim, quite loud and quite bright. This year we danced to Sheena's all day and all night. 
from everyone here in the Mid Valley. Those stationed in the Lava Lamp Lounge itself. The production crew here at Dime Store Radio Theater and Mid Valley Mutations. And all the volunteers at Sheena's Jungle Room. We wish you a sappy holidays. And plenty of new music throughout the coming year. Now, time to get my freak on. Latest skaters. time for another edition. Hang on, I just need a little coffee. Another edition of Great Big Christmas. We've got two big hours coming your way. But we have a huge show for you tonight. We have jam-packed it with all of your favorites and some returning goodies. got two big hours coming your way. We know it's an important news night, so as you're doing your two checks and checking back in with us. So, we've got lots coming up. Follow me outside, though. I promised you there would be elves. I'm going to leave my coffee mug right here until I need a refill you know, for later. Welcome to another exciting edition of Mid-Valley Mutations. And please stay tuned, we're going to have a juice machine here in the studio. Call in. And uh, maybe you can purchase a juice machine for yourself. But in the meantime, uh, let's just uh, hang back and uh, have a little fun. It's Mid-Valley Mutations. 
excellent. I, and, I, and I've played it, uh, Fun Again Games, and I love that store, too, so that's awesome. Uh, and it's a Oh, hello, Carrie. Uh, this is awesome. Yeah, hey. Anything? There you go. Are you still there? Uh-huh. Well, uh, thank you so much for, for calling in and uh, playing Juice Machine at Fun Again Games. All right, thank you, yeah. Yeah, hi, Roger. Hi, Heather. They say hello. Uh-huh. All right, bye-bye. Bye. And we are going to be having the uh, audience participation phone line running. If you want to join in and participate in the show, please uh, give us a ring. And uh, we're going to help get things set up. And uh, some live music should be coming your way very shortly. It's Mid-Valley Mutations. With a, a slight lie, this is not quite as live as I would like it to be. This is Austin currently now, December 27th, 2022. And we're replaying a little bit of an old program here, which uh, includes a live performance by Juice Machine. Uh, and, and, and basically me and, and, and Heather and Roger hanging out in the studio playing some, some music and having a good time while we're doing it. I wish audience participation was happening. I used to love having a phone line plugged in and people would actually call in and I could mix it into the show. But well, maybe maybe in 2023, or I will uh, get a, a computer with a Zoom call wired in as a regular feature of the show. How do people feel about that? Maybe you can uh, um, weigh in uh, in the chat. Should I get a Zoom call and just like plug it in for each show and then people can just kind of log on and contribute like they used to for a phone call? Could be fun. We got uh, some fun uh, people in the chat tonight. Uh, so let's give a little shout out to uh, Scott67, Chris O, Mr. X. It's been a few weeks. So it's good to have you back in the chat. Uh, Aaron in Minneapolis, DJ Babs, Post Consumer, great show last hour in the Wiggle Room. Uh, it's always good to have some Sheena assembly required uh, on the on the on the program. Cat in Chicago, uh, thanks for cracking that beer. I think I might uh, get a little cocktail myself. Um, oh, Derek Westerholm, oh you had a, uh, thank you. Uh, you were on earlier, and and, and uh, that was fantastic. Thank you. WR. Oh, and Heather. Heather's, uh, of course, uh, in the chat tonight. Thank you so much. Yeah, you know, the idea you get a, a live Zoom call going and then people could just, you know, call in and contribute whatever they want. 
Well, anyway, I'll ponder on that. Why don't we listen to this show here for a bit and uh, um, get into the good stuff? It's uh, it's Mid Valley Mutations here uh, on Sheena's Jungle Room, and uh, we're having some fun. Enjoy.
tried to find out what men were like way back before they could dream or write.
Alright. I think uh, that's enough of the sound check. <laughs> this is a little juice machine get-together here in the studio. Yeah, what you just heard was a little bit from a self-titled uh, Juice Machine release. And uh, I think we mixed in a little bit of hoodie battle as we were doing sound check there. Um, and, you know, we've just got a little bit of light rain in the background here. So um, why don't I fade down and let the soothing sounds of Juice Machine rock Mid-Valley Mutations.
That was the Mighty Juice Machine here at uh, Mid Valley Mutations, bringing a little bit of uh, eh, something fun for us here uh, at the radio station. I think um, we're gonna do a couple of little breaks here and then come back and uh, get a little bit of more going. So um, stick around. It's Mid Valley Mutations.
Ah, yes, I forgot. This is my chance to talk to you all. Hey, thanks for listening and tuning in. This is uh, Austin Rich in real time here, 2022. Saying a thank you to our wonderful listeners out there. Derek Westerholm, post-consumer, making some spaghetti, which sounds really good. Cat in Chicago, who uh, was quite enjoying these sounds... Mr. X, who uh, was having his brain turn to juice, thanks to uh, listening to this uh, um, uh, show. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, probably got a few other folks hanging out uh, in the chat and whatnot. Now, we did uh, just hear a live performance by Juice Machine, but uh, uh, fear not, because uh, we're about to hear a little bit about how they do what they do. Uh, and then for those of you who are, are tuning in for the uh, Richard Brodigan Christmas bit at the end of the show, um, yeah, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer. That's, that's, that's coming later. It's holiday-ish. We got together in the holiday season. This was a lot of fun hanging out with Roger and Heather. They drove up from uh, Eugene. We met at the studio and uh, hashed this out uh, live. It was, um, it, was a, it was a good evening. And, uh, yeah, it was... Um, in those days, I don't think I could drive yet, actually. And so I had them pick me up, which was a fun little evening. We, we stopped in and had a couple cocktails before the show and uh, chatted out how we were going to do this. And then, uh, well, you'll hear it later. It's Mid-Valley Mutations, and uh, let's get back into the fun. And, you know, I think it is time for us to switch over to the weather computer. Uh, Weather computer, what have you got for us this week? Where 
are you, weather computer? Wait, is that me? It's been so long. How do I? Um, thank you, Austin. This is the Mid-Valley Mutations weather computer, and here is a look at the local weather, brought to you by Juice Machine. No kitchen is complete without your very own juice machine, where you can finally take control of the fruit that plagues you day in and day out. For more information, please visit juicemachine.bandcamp.com. Tonight, cloudy skies this evening after some rain. Low of 39 degrees. Winds south at 15 to 25 miles per hour, with occasional gusts of over 40 miles per hour, decreasing to 5 to 10 miles per hour overnight. The theme for this evening is wind, ladies and gentlemen. Keep that in mind. Chance of rain 80%. Sunrise at 7.43 a.m. That's practically lunchtime tomorrow. Mostly cloudy. High of 51 degrees. Winds light and variable. East-southeast at 5 miles per hour, with a 10% chance of rain, unlike that nonsense we have right now. Sunset at some point in the early afternoon, around 4.30 p.m. or so. And that was a look at the local weather, brought to you by the weather computer and juice machine. If you have ever had some really terrible thoughts about the fruit in your life, and you really wanna do something about it, then get yourself a juice machine. More information is available at juicemachine.bandcamp.com. It's so exciting to be back out of semi-retirement, I almost want to take over the entire show. But I'll chill out, as they say, and turn the show back over to the ever-considerate Austin, for bringing me back when I thought I was almost out of the game, and, of course, to Mid-Valley Mutations, already in progress. Thank you, Weather Computer. Always good to hear from you. How much is that juice machine in the window? Mutations. We have our elves back. Now, these are the elves that we offered last season. They sold out completely in their debut, and we brought them all back in stock. And we brought back Juice Machine here in the studio. How you guys doing? Hi, Austin. Hi, everybody out there. Yeah, doing pretty good. Doing uh, good. A, a big shout out to the uh, weather weather computer for for that juice machine plug that, that was nice yeah you know the weather machine uh, the weather computer used to uh, play with those uh, hot wheels cars so it's very familiar with the juice machine i'm just sad we didn't get to predict sunny warm weather mm. <laughs> yes that, that is the tragedy i think that we all suffer from is uh this time of year is is pretty grim uh yeah you know i i, I think um you know, uh, with something like this, uh, one thing I'm always curious about, uh, we have a lot of people who are listening who would 
kind of care to know about gear. This is something that uh, people kind of tune in for. So uh, what is a, a typical juice machine kind of like? How do you guys build one for your particular uh, setup? I think uh, it first starts with like a desire to like bring a certain kind of sound into our setup. Um, and basically that's what we do. We build our compositions with different sounds and each kind of sound and art within our compositions comes from a certain box and I think uh, when we want something new we first come up with this desire we first have a desire in which to like bring certain sounds into our makeup sometimes we stumble across things like a tape player mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and we're like oh let's try that yeah or, the, but, har- the hardware can be very inspirational where yeah. y- you see a piece and you're like, I want that in my gear. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not really big gearheads though. You know, we, we basically get our pieces and we kind of just sit with them for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Like the four step I've been ju- using since the beginning of Juice Machine and it's still in my setup. <laughs> you know, so I mean, but there's, you know, we sit with our, pe- our pieces a lot. Yeah, we, we've definitely gone through periods of acquiring gear and mm-hmm. and then uh, really just holding on to that and and learning uh, everything we can squeeze out of that right piece of gear yeah for sure for sure because I mean a part of it too is like um, the uh, uh, what do you call it um, the practical sense of it you don't want to necessarily be the person who's like oh I got to replace something every six months you know that's a little costly after a while yeah <laughs> uh, and so you, you can't want... really you know it takes time to get to find a place for sounds and what we're doing you know mm. sometimes we get a piece and we're like ugh yeah. it sits on the shelf for a while and then <laughs> it makes its way into the piece sure back into the setup yeah yeah now how yeah. long has the juice machine been running like when did you guys first start this project 2006 years minus 2018 2012, 2012. I think is yeah. when juice machine started wow yeah, yeah. Right on. And, mm-hmm. and and you guys didn't start out here either. This is like you relocated to the West Coast, right? Yeah, we did. The Juice Machine was born in Oregon. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah, I'd been doing solo stuff Yeah. Um, for a long time, and Heather always was very supportive and came to all the shows and... Critiqued every single thing. <laughs> right. Learned. I got all the information yeah. possible. So I just... Uh, it was kind of... We were together one time and I just said, well, what if you just... What if we played together and instead of just coming along to the shows and, you know, critiquing everybody, <laughs> you, you could be part of the creative process yeah. with me. We could start a project together. Join and, us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, it was uh, pretty easy for Heather to just jump on in and start playing. I mean, because she had been kind of immersed in in noise and DIY electronic for culture years, for yeah. Yeah, right. for quite a long time. So she already had an ear for it, mm-hmm. um, an and, understanding. And you were yeah. kind of pr- approaching it probably from a different perspective too, because at least in my experience, a lot of people who like experimental or um, noise music, um, they're in it from a young age. They've been going to shows for a long time, and they've been playing it from a young age too so they're kind of like they're into that did you feel like you bring something different has someone who has been watching a bunch of shows and then joined into the scene or do you do you feel like you kind of approach it from the same direction oh i think there's a freedom in like being in the scene for a while and seeing that like 
anything goes really I mean you can like go wherever you want with it there's like no limitations there's no like I don't know dogma <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want to call it like That's it can be point. whatever you want it to be and there is such creative freedom in that it's not necessarily like saying like hey uh, if you want to make music here's the juice machine philosophy yeah. and you gotta go this direction <laughs> yeah oh but I never had the courage but at one point in our life when juice machine was born like I had some more courage and confidence to kind of like take all of that I learned from the years in the noise scene and like bring it to my own thing our thing right yeah, yeah. Now, when you were playing solo, was that as Chef Kirk, or is that a different uh, project? Oh, yeah, it's Chef Kirk, yeah, always. Oh, okay, that's been the one from, from way back. From yeah, way back, like yeah. like 17 years he's been doing it or something. Ooh. Yeah, we've been together almost 17 years, and he was doing it at the beginning of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Now, and then you got started uh, in Florida, or was that... Oh, no. Uh, well, Richmond, Virginia. I guess Virginia is where I really... Yeah. Yeah, I was in some bands and, you know, bands kind of... You play the bass. <laughs> bands kind of fizzle out. I don't know if it's sure. uh, internal tension between members, you know, mm-hmm. um, egos and stuff like that. So Plus you were doing something noth- that would never fit into a band, so... <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I just said, um, screw the band thing and let's just focus on solo stuff. Right. Tinkering around and... Um, now I wonder if this is a similar story to one I've heard many times before but uh, was this by chance playing in some punk bands per se and you moved on to other things or was it a little different Mm, punk I mean uh, it was I guess punk and aesthetic maybe you Mm. know Um, Mm. not, not, not necessarily punk music I mean I definitely come from a I guess like a metal death metal background mm. you know that's like that was my uh really introduction into extreme music i guess isn't that and isn't that big in that area too like i feel like i hear about a lot of metal bands from like the uh, virginia through florida kind of corridor of uh, the u.s yeah i guess so i mean the east coast <laughs> uh, it i don't know it seems that there's a uh, good uh, uh, there's a good lot of metal here in Oregon as well. So it's true. Um, yeah, I, I think I feel like some. You know, our scene is a little newer though because I feel like I've been hearing about Florida bands for a long time and, and bands from that you know southern region. And I feel like our version of metal out here, like with rabbits and whatnot, is a fairly newish kind of. Oh, well, it's a little more doomy, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, Florida was had some pretty big uh, heavy hitter death metal bands for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is speed metal popular down there? They got too? a great noise scene too. Yeah, yeah. Florida does. Was it a uh, Rat Bastard does like mm-hmm. a big scene uh, show every year? Yeah, we got to be yeah. on a show. Yeah, the International Noise Conference. Yeah, yeah. I've only ever heard of it, but uh, we went to his apartment in Miami. Oh wow, yeah. that's kind of cool. Stormy night in Miami, <laughs> lots of neon and 
Torah shops. Uh, he, yeah, he does <laughs> a. Awesome. Uh, it's a, a web thing, mm-hmm. uh, Squelch TV. It's called. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, you get a little green screen behind you, and you play live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very. You know, it sounds like there's a lot of cool things happening in Florida because between like Hal McGee and you know uh, Rat Bastard, it just seems like there's stuff yeah. happening. That's... We have to give a shout out to Ironing to Andrew Chadwick. Mm. He's one of my favorite Florida artists. Mm, Raj is wearing a shirt right now. Oh, yeah. excellent. Correct. Yeah. You yeah. would probably like his stuff, Austin. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, this is the thing I love about doing an experimental show is that no matter how many years I do it, <laughs> there's still <laughs> there's more still to learn. Cool things I can learn about. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's like kind of never ending. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Now, I mean, is that kind of what was appealing for you when you were first getting into it, or did you were the, the like the expansiveness of it, or or what was uh, what was that kind of like? Um, what was the magnetic pole? Oh, just the, I think the sounds and, you know, it was, it was, it was the sound. I mean, I was really trying to do four track recordings and do beat based, abstract beat based things. But, uh, uh, one day I just, I don't know. I think I recorded everything at maximum volumes and then just made something I thought was terrible. But then after I mixed it down and listened to it on the stereo, I was just had an aha moment. Like, Mm. this is great. I should be doing this. And no one else is doing this kind of thing. Right. Right. And then, uh, you know, then then I heard some, you know, some proper noise. (laughs) (laughs) I said, oh, okay, this is a thing. Yeah. And and, this is what I want to do. You know, this is what I want to focus on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's certainly an element of it where, like, at least in my experience, and I've had other people kind of make the same comment, where they were into punk rock or other kinds of extreme music, and they felt kind of meh about it and then as they further explored more kind of other otter outsider music they've started to feel more at home and yeah there was definitely this moment where i'm kind of like sitting there watching the same band do the same three chord punk songs over and over and over again where i was kind of like you know i like that men's recovery project record way more than these guys (laughs) and and then you just start getting into weirder and weirder things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just one or two, you know, albums that, or artists that kind of tip you off to something, and then you just, if it hits you the right way and, and you enjoy that, you just kind of go all in. Yeah, you can discover yeah. a whole new world. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Now, and uh, we, we got to talk about the Eugene scene because we just we got a call at the top of the show from uh, Fun Again Games. Yeah. Who apparently have the show on in the store tonight. So. Oh, nice. Thank you, Fun Again. <laughs> hi, Fun Again. Hi, Carrie. Uh, and, and while we're at it, we better say hi, uh, hi to Don as well. Thanks for listening, Don. Um, hi, Don. Yeah. And, oh, hey, Don. Hey, Don. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and actually, John, uh, in uh, Texas as well. We should say uh, 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 hello. Um, oh, hi, John. How's yeah. it going well, in Texas? I think this might be yeah, a good time so to uh, and, check you know, in on the weather computer. Weather computer, what have you got for us this time? Thank you, Austin. This is the Mid Valley Mutations weather computer, and here is a look at the local weather, brought to you by Juice Machine. No kitchen is complete without your very own juice machine, where you can finally take control of the fruit that plagues you day in and day out. For more information, please visit juicemachine.bandcamp.com. Tonight, cloudy skies this evening after some rain. 
39 degrees. Wind south at 15 to 25 miles per hour, with occasional gusts of over 40 miles per hour, decreasing to 5 to 10 miles per hour overnight. The theme for this evening is wind, ladies and gentlemen. Keep that in mind. Chance of rain 80%. Sunrise at 7.43 a.m. That's practically lunchtime tomorrow, mostly cloudy. High of 51 degrees. Wind slight and variable, east-southeast at 5 miles per hour, with a 10% chance of rain, unlike that nonsense we have right now. Sunset at some point in the early afternoon, around 4.30 p.m. or so. And that was a look at the local weather, brought to you by the weather computer and juice machine. If you have ever had some really terrible thoughts about the fruit in your life, and you really wanna do something about it, then get yourself a juice machine. More information is available at juicemachine.bandcamp.com. It's so exciting to be back out of semi-retirement. This is the best Christmas present ever. Let's turn the show back over to the ever-considerate Austin for bringing me back when I thought I was almost out of the game and, of course, to Mid-Valley Mutations, already in progress. Valley. How much is the juice machine in the window? Mutations. I use these in my home too, David, but these are also safe to go outside. And yeah, I think that was a live jam with mini mutations and uh, juice machine. Thanks again, guys, for coming into the studio and. Uh, jamming with us that was super fun yeah thank you yeah thanks for having us it was uh, a blast yeah thanks Salem now uh, I know the weather computer was nice enough to give us a little bit of a hint but uh, what if people are not on the internet and they want to hear some juice machine is there some shows coming up soon or anything like that oh uh, good question hmm. are there any Uh, no there there are no shows on the foreseeable horizon mm, so it's it's just what's what's a what's in our minds yeah. So, yeah juice machine will be making music but there will be no shows got it well, got the, well there, not right there now. will be shows they're just come, but not right now scheduled we uh don't have any shows got yeah. it got yeah. it yeah. winter gets quiet a little bit sure sure no the, the urge to hibernate is very is very strong i get yeah. it yeah. Now, in terms of, uh, you guys have a new release that is was in November, if I'm not mistaken, right? A um, three-inch uh, disc of some kind. Uh, yeah. Um, we have a our newest um, release is on uh, our Bandcamp page. Um, I I usually we usually like to make merch for each show, mm. and um, this last show was in was it in November? Uh, was that Fun Again Games uh, in Eugene? And so we made a little three-inch disc um, and gave those away for free at the show. And I just figured 
why not uh, just put it up for free on Bandcamp as well so people can stream it or download it if they'd like so yeah yeah I, I kind of like the um, the stuff for shows like a unique piece that you make there and, and like the audio can be available online and whatnot but there's something about these discs that I get from you guys where you have like you know a collage piece slipped in as the cover and whatnot like that, that tape as well it has a very particular packaging that I'm quite fond of that fault tape so uh, the fault tape was actually uh, released by a label in France that, that is a label in France and that's fault. kind of so. the style of the label it, it's there, very cool yeah. like uh, just the, the entire package like yeah. as you open it up you're like oh wow I know. it's like a little <laughs> present I know <laughs> yeah they, they make a special piece of art for each release they do and, and that becomes the packaging that's so, very cool uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because you could go online and hear these songs. It's not like, I mean, like there's no shortage of being able to listen to Juice Machine, but there's something about that tape package where, like, I don't know, I like pulling that out and unwrapping it. <laughs> yeah, there's something to be said for the physical object that you can actually touch and mm-hmm. that you can have. Yeah. It's yours. You can own it. It's yours. <laughs> For it's a sure. Material possession. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's also in in that it's a piece of art too. I think definitely mm-hmm. the way Fault does their packaging. Well, it underlines the two things too. Where like sometimes the idea that the music is the art is is forgotten, and sometimes the packaging as a piece of art can be forgotten. So when you highlight both of those, like it's it's yeah. a very nice. It, yeah. It's rewarding for, for people that are used to, oh, the new single's online. I guess I'll stream it later. <laughs> That's a world you can get lost in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, not that there's bad music. I mean, that, no. that there's good music that way as oh, well. Absolutely. I mean, like, yeah. absolutely. There's tons like of it. but an infinite amount of it. Yeah. To have that physical piece that someone can come to your show and it's something they can grab and take home with them. Yeah. Um, so it's not as easily uh, forgotten I guess you mm-hmm. know oh uh, here's this other band I need to check out on right. top of all the other <laughs> millions that you've uh, let me remember what was that name again right. that someone shouted to me in a bar when it was loud right oh. so I uh, we I always yeah when we have a show coming up I do get extremely motivated to make some uh, one-off merch pieces yeah um, whatever run it is you know limited to 20 or 10 or 15 and just have them available for people that uh, make it out to the shows. You know, something... It's a way of also saying thanks for coming out and uh, right. thanks for uh, checking us out and supporting uh, DIY electronic noise music, you know? Absolutely. Cause, I mean, because, you know, we, we probably haven't highlighted this enough, but this isn't something that you can just hear anywhere. And no. so, like, the fact that Fun Again Games will play this in the store and have these shows there like that's a big deal (laughs) yeah you run across you run across people like Carrie who are like really supportive uh, and interested in what um, people doing noise music are trying to accomplish or just present yeah it's impressive when you run across someone like that (laughs) it makes us happy (laughs) you know I know that um you know, Eugene isn't too far away. So, uh, in terms of the scene right now, like, you know, I, when I was living there in the old days, there was a pretty good experimental noise scene. Uh, what's the shape of it these days? Is it, you know, are there a, a, a few venues available, or is that still kind of a challenge? Yeah, well, I think venues are always a challenge, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's like across the board for 
you know, noise music from the West Coast to the East Coast to right. Europe and, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I like to think that, oh, I live in a small town. That's why we don't have these shows. But. No, I think it's, I mean, sometimes <laughs> you can go into a small town and they have a great, you know, scene happening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'm always curious because, like, I have a, a, a fondness for Eugene. So I know that Fun Again puts on some shows mm-hmm. uh, and then occasionally... Old Nicks will sometimes highlight shows. Yeah. A guy named Joshua does stuff sometimes. Oh, yeah. Entresol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, every once in a while there's things going on at Old Nicks. Um, and, you know, we've had venues come and go. Uh, at least, you know, the time that we live have lived there. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and it's been a supportive person who has a space and... Uh, Usually, you know, that person maybe one example, uh, they would leave town, so oh, the no. venue goes with, <laughs> with them, unfortunately. Yep. So, uh, we just had that happen here in Salem where the Possum House, which uh, did great shows, thank you, Possum House, uh, they moved to Vancouver, and so they're like, Well, sorry, there goes the scene, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And, and 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 I guess this is a way of saying that if you're sitting there uh, with this big house and you're thinking to yourself, I should put on a show someday. Yes, you should. Yeah, please house put shows on, are great. Please put on a show. <laughs> yeah, there's something really intimate about them, and yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, now I know uh, we talked a little bit about this, uh, but you have um, I'm, I'm, I'm pointing for the radio audience at home, uh, Chef Kirk. You uh, kind of manage a little bit of a, um, a net uh, label, as it were, uh, where you curate uh, some people that uh, produce this kind of music. How, how do we find this stuff? Oh yeah, I have a uh, net label, uh, old school MP3 net label um, uh, that that I've run for. Um, probably seven years or so maybe a little yeah probably around seven years mm-hmm. uh it's controlvalve.net got it um and all the releases are zipped up um and uh zip files uh, uh 320 kilobyte per second um mp3 <laughs> files uh they come with a uh text file and an image Nice. A JPEG for you. So it's very old school. Um, this is like early 2000s downloading. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the style. I mean, that's what that that was a big uh, influence for me early on is is mm. finding these um, small independently run net labels and and the music that they hosted Um, and it's all for free so Mm -hmm. uh, Control Valve is is made in that vein and it's all free all experimental music it's all an impressive collection of artists that uh, Raja really likes nice yeah Yeah, that's very cool because you know I I think that um, one thing that you know as much as we love going to these shows and seeing bands and performances and, and participating in the scene um, you know, we, there's still this kind of like, how do I get my music to people? <laughs> you know, like even when you're starting out or even if you've been at it for 10 years, you know, like there's still that barrier of like, how do I put this in the hands of somebody? And to ha- so to have people who are curating, you know, scenes of different kinds of music that you don't get in other places and having it in one place where you can kind of check this out and go like, oh, hey, it's all on this website here's some here's some example examples like that's such a useful resource i mean it seems silly to say there's a website where you can download some music but it really is important and valuable <laughs> oh absolutely yeah it's uh 
Yeah, it's a showcase of experimental noise music mm -hmm. at its finest, really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> of, of active artists right now making it. Yeah. You know, like these, if you want to check out people in the scene, you could go to Control Valve and like get a really nice, nice variety of people. Excellent. Of artists. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I will always treasure little resources like that, no matter how long I'm at this, because. You know, I, I, I sometimes like to make the, the joke that, like, oh, gosh, I heard it all, which is the complete <laughs> opposite, <laughs> because I feel like even 20 years in, I'm just starting to realize how much I haven't heard yet. Like, I'm still, like, kind of seeing, like, oh, my gosh, I haven't even explored this or that or whatever, you know. So it's always nice to uncover these little areas where I'm like, ooh, I got to try that out next. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so much material out there. I mean new material even old things i mean yeah uh, it's just never-ending exploration mm -hmm. i know that right now a lot of people are talking about like rediscovering things that were released on uh tapes and uh and even now discussing the idea of like the early cdr scene of kind of like reissuing some of those albums that slipped through any day now we're going to be looking at those net label releases and trying to make sure that those things don't get lost in the yeah. <laughs> shuffle in sure. the world wide web right you know lost in the server world mm -hmm. server island somewhere well you know we're uh, closing things down is there anything else uh, we should do while we uh before while as we wrap things up anyone we need to mention or oh well not? i'd like to mention uh mid valley mutations and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah in this awesome little community radio station, way to go, way to go. Yeah, I'm glad this exists. This is awesome. Well, and, and you know, like I like the fact that we can have this, but we can also have news shows every morning and the you know weekdays and uh, oh. community access on the weekends for different kinds of shows. Like these kinds of resources. I mean, I, I know everybody gets excited about the internet and streaming radio and Spotify mm -hmm. and things like that, but. These things still serve a function in our oh, in our communities. I think it's a huge democracy to have community radio. Mm -hmm. And this isn't Very even important. pledge drive. I'm not even like doing. Yeah, a pl it's not even pledge drive. No, right I mean now. it's exciting. To, <laughs> it's exciting to be here and see it happening and see a little community radio station full of volunteers. Yeah, and donors supporting it and. Yeah, I know we say this often, but I mean, we, we no, no one gets paid. No money here is, is uh, lining anyone's pockets. Everything we do at the station is volunteer, and that includes the bands volunteering their time. So thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah, for well, having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Cool, right on. Well, yeah. uh, we're going to wind things down here and uh, kind of head on out. Uh, thanks for listening. Check us out on the uh, Interwebatron. Uh, they have it on computers now. Um, MidValleyMutations.com That's all the back episodes uh, and whatnot. And in fact, it is the holiday season, so we're going to have some holiday episodes available for you. A little special feed for just the Christmas music for people who don't like Christmas music. Uh, and... Um, that includes Thanksgiving and New Year's as well. Um, uh, there's all sorts of fun stuff in there, so check that out. Uh, wow, you guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. This has been a fantastic show. And uh, the more I talk, the less we rock. So why don't I just say, be seeing you. I forgot it kind of sounds a little out of order there when I play those two interviews back to back. But 
it kind of made a little more sense to get all of the talking stuff out of the way because uh, there is going to be kind of a longer jam coming up soon. We'll do 14 jobs in your kitchen, and we've got it at a super price. Even less than the price you'll find it on the television offers. We're going to have that and a whole lot more as we begin a brand new day. Stick around. We're just moments away from a brand new value. Don't go away. So maybe I should play some of those jams. Mutations. That I played out of order. <laughs> Since a. Uh, this is just me talking over other things that shouldn't be playing at this moment <laughs> here. Uh, it, sometimes uh, uh, replaying an old show, uh, the edges uh, show <laughs> a little more than normal. Well, you know, I, 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 why don't I say a couple things here while we're kind of uh, um, in a transitional mode here. If, if you're liking this kind of music and you're enjoying... Uh, the experimental uh, variety of sounds. Uh, I recommend uh, checking out the Santa Ana Noise Fest, the 14th one, actually, that's happening this year, 12-31-22. That's New Year's Eve. Uh, and it's going to be streaming on uh, YouTube, actually. Uh, so uh, what you want to do is actually search for the Santa Ana uh, noise fest a YouTube uh, channel uh, and uh, it'll be streaming around uh, 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. There's a pretty uh, crazy lineup uh, for that uh, show as well, so I um, highly recommend it. Um, uh, but uh, uh, yeah, let's see. Uh, we got uh, uh, fog machines, static apparitions. Uh, Eric Dahlman and Tim Munganast. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Jesus is Dead, Slander Roscoe Wolf, Walmart, Will Soderberg, Stolen Light, Sea Abyss, Hans von Bartels, Tanuki Spider Cat, K.R. Seward, Bliss Freaks, Gordon Fung, and Eternal Strahul. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Miser. Echo, Lightwave, Unspeakable, Farrah Fawcett, who I'm quite fond of uh, that act, uh, worth uh, checking out. Uh, and then uh, Kalasvara. Again, I hope I'm saying that correctly. Uh, and, and then, of course, uh, actually, I have a, a, a little piece uh, in this uh, lineup as well. So this is a video presentation. Uh, it's going to all be streaming live through YouTube. Uh, so... Um, there'll be a live chat going on as well. And I do recommend that if you are uh, available and uh, have the time and whatnot, you might enjoy uh, checking that out. It's going to be a lot of experimental music. Uh, I, I'm doing a, a little bit of uh, something different, uh, I, I should say. Uh, and and uh, uh, hopefully uh, if you are available and you, and you like this kind of thing and you want to uh, hear more of it, then uh, you know where to, where to find it. Uh, the Santa Ana Noise Fest, number 14, uh, the 14th year in a row that they've done this. And I, I think Fog Machine is the organizer behind uh, the Santa Ana Noise Fest. Uh, 
who I've had the pleasure of playing a few shows with and I've seen uh, perform a few more times uh, um, beyond that. Uh, definitely a, a, a fun act. Uh, and, and they put on a good show. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fun uh, a fun time as well. They usually do it in person. It's been uh, online for the last few years in a row. And I think uh, the reasons why are obvious. Um, there was some debate this year, actually, about whether or not they were going to do it... Uh, in person, but uh, they kept it with the streaming for now. Um, but maybe, maybe that we'll be able to do that one again uh, in person. That would be a lot of fun, I think. Uh, super, super, super enjoyable. Anyway, uh, I have a few more things here, uh, including a, a little jam that happened between myself and Juice Machine that we should probably close the show out with so that it's not just me talking uh, as we uh, wrap things up. But uh, don't worry, there is more Richard Brodigan stuff coming for you after this. So uh, please stay tuned. Hi, John. How's yeah. it going in Texas? Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for enjoying Juice Machine. Yeah, and in and, and general, just uh, tuning in. Uh, yeah, he's listening. A, he's, always a, he's always a pleasure. Taking time to listen. You know, we're getting close to the top of the hour here, and I think we're going to try to do a, a collab here, if I'm not mistaken. So let's, let's take a little bit of a break and uh, stretch our legs, get ready for this. I'll uh, probably play some ohm here and uh, a few other things to get the, the top of the hour sorted out, and then... And uh, we'll come back with some more live music. So uh, it's Mid Valley Mutations. Yeah. Decorations from last year that I posted online. 
Um, I have him, and he sits on my front porch, but we also have all three choices. I like to say the band is back together. Mid Valley. How much is the juice machine in the window? Mutations. Because our elves are all here, and they're awesome and fun. 36 inches tall. Indoor-outdoor illuminated elves with instruments. Rachel Pavis, also a member of the band, is here to tell us all about it. Hi, Brad. How are you? Good to see you. You look great in your holiday green.
juice machine here in the studio and I think uh, we're going to try to do a little jam here in a second. Because I think everybody is ready for some Christmas. Mid Valley. How much is the juice machine in the window? Mutations. here if you guys are, are good to go um yeah this is uh mid valley mutations and uh juice machine and it goes a little something like this
you'll live in a million fifty years on a thousand maybe worse.
how you can't get along without a logic in this game. Now about the logic. Here, I'll just plug in this one right here. Now, you see the logic looks kind of like an old-fashioned television. Only it's got keys instead of dying. Now, a lot of it's used to stand Stations, the news, the stock market quotes, and so on. punch the number of his lines. It's like making an old-fashioned phone call.
won the American League Senate in 1911. You turn on the logic, then you just punch the question key and ask.
mid valley. How much is the juice machine in the window? You taste it. contract serve as a filing system and check up on what happened to your lawyers last month. services and information sources in one. these logic work good now you saw that big building across the street sure well that's one of the relay tanks
and that was my jam with Juice Machine. Always fun, yeah, fun to have bands in and do stuff like that. With that, we used, we, man, we had this excellent studio space, which uh, I quite appreciated. Uh, thank you very much uh, to the uh, local radio station here in Salem. Uh, I guess uh, since we're streaming, I can say that we're KMUZ. Um, no problem with say, saying the call signs to a different station when you're streaming like this. But anyway, um, yeah, they had a, a beautiful studio. And so we would uh, set up and shop in there and uh, I'd be doing the show live and then bands would come in and they'd set up. And then uh, they, we had this just amazing studio arrangement where you, the, there was like drop-in pl- uh, plugs right here where you'd be sitting down uh, in your chair with a microphone and then right in front of you there was just like these perfect plugs where you could just plug your gear right into it and then you'd be just right in on the board broadcasting live with, with me uh, and it, it was just, it's such a genius setup I, I, whoever designed it really knew that we could do that kind of live music jam uh, the way that Experimental loves to do so well. And since uh, we were often not using the microphones when we were jamming like that, we could have like the studio monitors up real loud and just do our thing in a, a nice open space together. It was, it was, it was, a, it was really invigorating. It was, a, it was super great. And, and so the premise of the show in those days is that I would just have bands on and they would perform live once by themselves and then once with me. And, and sometimes I'd have a guest as well that was jamming with all of us or, or whatever and um yeah it was it was a it was a great time it was a, a lot of good recordings a lot of good jams out of that uh session and series and and and, and yeah i need to do uh, something with those one of these days i mean yeah, i i uh, sometimes consider the uh pile of live recordings i have of bands that have been on various radio shows that i've done uh going back to the beginning uh interviews things like that i i should get organized one of these days that's what i should do that's a that's a good goal yeah i like that goal anyway uh this is our last show uh before the end of the year um we're going long tonight uh sorry uh for for anyone who's listening and whatnot uh i got one more thing i want to play a sort of end of the year piece and take two a sort of end of the year piece actually uh uh written by uh, richard brodigan about uh something that happened to him uh this time of year uh, or actually something that he did i should say um uh read by myself uh which uh appeared on uh, a seasonal mini mutations uh album that came out uh several years ago and uh, this feels like tradition now. I, I feel like I've played this uh, every year since 2018. Uh, maybe even, was it from 2017? And then I released it 2018? Hmm, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure that out. I could do the research, but uh, right now, let's just play it. Uh, yeah. Um, what can I say? I, I love doing this show. I love having people live in the chat. I love uh, uh, doing radio. It's uh, one of the things that kind of fills me with a little bit of joy uh, in a world that is often less and less full of joy. 
uh, as time goes on. Um, the, the, the world is a scary, horrifying place, uh, I tell you what. But you know, I got a new lava lamp. I got a, a couple of new records. And uh, yeah. There's always more radio to do. So I guess that gives us something to look forward to, right? And, and Sheena's Jungle Room is uh, the place to be doing radio if you can pick a place to do radio. So uh, certainly I think I lucked out there. Enough of my yapping. Let's close up shop here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for indulging uh, my uh, rerun uh, fantasies. Uh, this show felt like a holiday time kind of show f- to me. So I wanted to hear it again. And I did, even though I mangled it and uh, rearranged it in a weird way that I don't know why I did that. Hmm. I'll have to think more about that in, in the future. Thanks again, Mr. X and Coelacanth. Yes, we are going to have to play some of your stuff on the show at some point, Coelacanth. I agree with Mr. X on that. And uh, thanks, JM in Texas. Uh, That was so funny that uh, we actually talked about you in this show when it originally aired. And then we talked about you on the replay, obviously, because uh, the same conversation aired again. And now I've talked about you in talking about this so uh yeah we're just uh we're just talking all over the place oh you know i should mention for those who are um uh wondering oh thanks dj babs uh, it's nice to know you're you're hanging in there um fun again games the place that we talked about uh in this uh interview a couple times uh does not exist anymore in eugene unfortunately this was a little game store that had like a back room area where people would be playing D&D and uh, cyberpunk and all those kinds of role-playing games. And then in the front of the store, you could also get like kind of family-friendly stuff like Monopoly. Well, is Monopoly family-friendly? Hmm. Let's table that. But they had family games. They had uh, role-playing games. They had all sorts of stuff. And then they had this room in the back where they would do these uh, uh, role-playing games that would last all day long. Uh, And then in the evening when all the D&D gamers would kind of close up shop and pull their uh, game boards out, all these experimental bands would show up and we just start playing shows in this back room area. Uh, and, and, and the person that ran uh, Fun Again Games uh, in Eugene was, a, was a, a excellent host that put on great shows and had a really cool, fun environment that, uh, I, I mean, I, it, some of my favorite shows that I ever played and went to were at Fun Again Games. It was one of these places that because it wasn't a bar, it somehow like attracted just the perfect kind of crowd where it never got weird or uncomfortable or awkward and everyone there was really into the music and and the scene. Uh, and so uh, we, we, we talked uh, very fondly of Fun Again Games in that interview because uh, that place was great. And uh, every town should be so lucky as to have a place like that. I'm sad it's gone. Oh, thank you, Derek Westerholm, for listening. Yes, uh, uh, it's always a pleasure to have uh, uh, you on, on the horn. 
Anyway, let's get to this final piece here. It's uh, Richard Brodigan, uh, one of my heroes, and um, it's his take on Christmas. Or at least the holiday season, anyway. Be seeing you. What are you going to do with 390 photographs of Christmas trees? By Richard Brodigan. I don't know, but it seemed the thing to do the first week in January 1964. I got two other people to join me. One of them wants to remain anonymous, and that's alright. I think we were still in shock over President Kennedy's assassination. Perhaps that had something to do with all those photographs of Christmas trees. The Christmas of 1963 looked terrible, illuminated by all the flags in America hanging at half-mast week after week in December in a tunnel of mourning. I was living by myself in a very strange apartment where I was taking care of an aviary for some people who were in Mexico. I fed the birds every day, and changed bird water and had a little vacuum cleaner to tidy up the aviary when it was needed. I ate dinner by myself on Christmas Day. I had some hot dogs and beans and drank a bottle of rum with Coca-Cola. It was a lonesome Christmas and President Kennedy's murder was almost like one of those birds that I had to feed every day. 
The only reason I am mentioning this is to kind of set the psychological frame for 390 photos of Christmas trees. A person does not get into this sort of thing without sufficient motivation. Late one evening, I was walking home from visiting some people on Knob Hill. We had sat around drinking cup after cup of coffee until our nerves had become lioness. I left around midnight and walked down a dark and silent street towards home. And I saw a Christmas tree abandoned next to a fire hydrant. The tree had been stripped of its decorations and lay there sadly like a dead soldier after losing a battle. A week before, it had been a kind of hero. Then I saw another Christmas tree with a car half parked on it. Somebody had left their tree in the street, and the car had accidentally run over it. The tree was certainly a long way from a child's loving attention. Some of the branches were sticking up through the bumper. It was that time of year when people in San Francisco get rid of their Christmas trees by placing them in the streets or vacant lots or wherever they can get rid of them. It is the journey away from Christmas. Those sad and abandoned Christmas trees really got on my conscience. They had provided what they could for the assassinated Christmas and now they were just being tossed out to lie there in the streets like bums. I saw dozens of them as I walked home through the beginning of the new year. There are people who just chuck their Christmas trees right out the front door. A friend of mine tells a story about walking down the street on December 26th and having a Christmas tree go whistling right past his ear and hearing a door slam. It could have killed him. There are others who go about abandoning their Christmas trees with stealth and skill. That evening, I almost saw someone put a Christmas tree out, but not quite. They were invisible like the Scarlet Pimpernel. I could almost hear the Christmas tree being put out. I went around the corner, and there in the middle of the street lay a tree. But nobody was around. There are always people who do a thing with greatness, no matter what it is. When I arrived home, I went to the telephone and called up a friend of mine who is a photographer and accessible to the strange energies of the 20th century. It was almost one o'clock in the morning. I had awakened him and his voice was a refuge from sleep. Who is it? He said. Christmas trees, I said. 
What? Christmas trees. Is that you, Richard? He asked. Yeah. What about them? Christmas is only skin deep, I said. Why don't we take hundreds of pictures of Christmas trees that are abandoned in the streets? We'll show the despair and abandonment of Christmas by the way people throw their trees out. Might as well do that as anything else, he said. I'll start tomorrow during my lunch hour. I want you to photograph them just like dead soldiers, I said. Don't touch or pose them. Just photograph them the way they fell. The next day he took photographs of Christmas trees during his lunch hour. He worked at Macy's then and went up the slopes of Knob Hill and Chinatown and took pictures of Christmas trees there. One, two, three, four, five, nine, eleven, 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 fourteen, seventeen, 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 twenty-one, twenty-eight, thirty-seven, fifty-two, sixty-six. I called him that evening. How did it go? he said. The next day he took more photographs of Christmas trees during his lunch hour. 72, 85, 117, 128, 137, I called him up that evening, too. How did it go? Couldn't be better, he said. I've almost got 150 of them. Keep up the good work, I said. I was busy lining up a car for the weekend so that we could have mobility to take more Christmas tree photographs. The person who drove us around the next day desires to remain anonymous. He is afraid that he would lose his job and face financial and social pressures if it got out that he worked with us that day. The next morning, we started out and we drove all over San Francisco taking photographs of abandoned Christmas trees. We faced the project with the zest of a trio of revolutionaries. 142, 159, 168, 175, 183. We would be driving along and spot a Christmas tree lying perhaps in the front yard of somebody's lovely house in Pacific Heights or beside a Italian grocery store in North Beach. We would suddenly stop and jump out and rush over to the Christmas tree and start taking pictures from every angle. The simple people of San Francisco probably thought that we were all completely deranged. Bizarre. We were traffic stoppers in the classic tradition. 199, 215, 
227, 233, 245. We met the poet Lawrence Ferlinghetti out walking his dog on Potrero Hill. He saw us jump out of the car and immediately start taking pictures of a fallen Christmas tree lying on the sidewalk. 277 278 279 280 281 As he walked by, he said, Taking pictures of Christmas trees? Sort of. We said, and all thinking paranoically, does he know what we are doing? We wanted to keep it a big secret. We thought we really had something good going, and it needed the right amount of discretion before it was completed. So the day passed, and our total Christmas tree photographs crept over the 300 mark. Don't you think we have enough now? Bob said. No, just a few more, I said. San Francisco again, and we're on Telegraph Hill, climbing down a broken staircase to a vacant lot where somebody had tossed a Christmas tree over a cyclone fence. The tree had the same candor as St. Sebastian, arrows and all. No, just a few more, I said. Three hundred and eighty-six, three hundred and eighty-seven, three eighty-eight, three eighty-nine, three ninety. We must have enough now, Bob said. I think so, I said. We were all very happy. That was the first week of 1964. It was a strange time in America. Thanks for sticking around till the very end. Coelacanth, Derek Westerholm, Mr. X, and any uh, lurkers out there that might be still in the uh, listening and hanging in there. I'm going to have to check that uh, Wikipedia article, uh, Derek. I, I was unfamiliar with Canadian Monopoly.
Anyhow, uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, if you're uh, not doing anything this uh, weekend and you uh, do want to uh, uh, enjoy a, a little uh, last-minute uh, uh, New Year's Eve uh, experimental uh, uh, show, why not, why not uh, enjoy the uh, Santa Ana Experimental Music Fest? Uh and and, and uh, yeah, there's going to be a, an incredible lineup. Uh, I, I did mention this. This is the 14th, uh, so just so you know. But uh, yeah, uh, um, New Year's Eve, the 14th annual Santa Ana Noise Fest. If you search Santa Ana Noise Fest, it comes up pretty quickly. But we're going to be streaming live on YouTube that evening, starting at 8 p.m. And, uh, I mean, some of these acts, Farrah Fawcett, Tanuki, Spider Cat, uh, you do not want to miss. They are, they are just, uh, kind of, uh, over the top, uh, excellent. Looking forward to, uh, a couple of these that I'm not familiar with, like Sea Abyss and uh, Kalasvara. Uh, they sound interesting. Don't know what they're, uh, they're, they're going to uh, offer. And th- th- this is a video presentation, in case I wasn't making that clear. People are going to, you know. Uh, send in some videos. We're going to sit in the live chat and hang out and, and, and enjoy things. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you should uh, definitely join us for that. And uh, um, in the meantime, uh, what can I say? You guys are wonderful. You guys are beautiful. And without you, there would be no program. Be seeing you. Mid Valley. Mutations.